Hey everybody, I'm Pat Hollander, and this is the very first episode of the Pat Hollander Podcast. Um, My first ever guest was Landon Shank. Landon is originally from Fullerton, California. He spent his first two years at Notre Dame in Keenan Hall, and he is making the move to Knott Hall for his junior year, which is awesome because Knott's the best dorm. Um, He is on the track team, and he pole vaults. On this podcast, we mostly talked about pole vaulting and kind of the the inner workings of the sport, which is super interesting. We also talked about Landon making the move from Southern California to the Midwest, which is also kind of a cool topic. Um, So without further ado, my first ever guest, Landon Shank. So we're here in Fullerton, California, and this is my first guest ever on the podcast, Landon Shank. He is a junior at Notre Dame. He's a pole vaulter, a track star. Um, and we're just going to talk about track, talk about school, talk about your background with pole vaulting, which is kind of interesting. Um, so first, I want to know, why in the world would you ever choose pole vaulting? So you're like an athletic dude. You play sports growing up, and you decide, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this sport where I run really fast and stick a pole in the ground and and get over a bar. Like, why Why did you choose to that's do that? That's exactly what my thought process was when I chose pole vaulting. <laughs> Just sticking poles in the ground. No. Um, I mean, it wasn't really my choice at first. My brother got pulled into it because our coach asked him to start out. And uh, I was in eighth grade, so I wasn't even able to start doing it full time. But uh, all of a sudden, he told me to go out for a couple practices and I hated it. It was terrible. Those first few weeks were not fun at all. But uh, high school came around and I started doing it consistently. This was after you know football and soccer season. I played two sports freshman year. And so, yeah, getting started, I really only had a couple weeks to get ready for the season. But honestly, once the first meet hits, uh, after that, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. Once the bar goes up, and you make your first bar, um, there's not a lot of things like it clearing over a bar. Obviously, it gets higher and higher. I cleared eight feet the first time. It's not very high, but you know it Sometimes gets better. Day. It gets better. Was there a moment where you were like, "All right, like I think I'm actually pretty good at this, and I might want to do this for like a long time," or was it always just kind of like? this is really hard and I'm getting better, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, I mean, well, for the most part, every step of the way, um, I mean, as far as my coaches were concerned, I didn't know much about it to start out, but from what they were telling me, I was hitting all of the, the checkpoints and strides that an above average pole vaulter would hit. Usually they say in your first practice, if you can jump your height, then you're doing pretty well. And I was able to do that. I was able to clear eight feet my first my first meet, which, I mean, obviously there's people listening. They don't know anything about the height conversions. It's, it's hard to it's hard to get into that. But well, what's, that the, what's the world record? Let's, like, let's lay that out there. The world, record world record is 20 feet, two and a half inches. That's the French dude, right? That's the French dude. He's my size, so he's That's kind of unbelievable. Baller, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's hard to explain why, but... Sometimes, I mean, in, I feel like in anything you do, sometimes you can just tell when somebody's got it. And luckily, I was able to catch on relatively quick. 
and um, ended up doing well my first season. And so, yeah, freshman after freshman year, I cut out football, so it was just soccer and track. And so I was able to spend a little bit more time on both of those. But um, that's that's when that's when the love for it started, you know. Was there something like, was there one thing you loved about it or was it just the, cause it seems satisfying. Like you, you literally, you literally get over a bar. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I guess in a way you could, uh, compare it to scoring a goal in soccer, but, yeah. um, I think the thing with pole vault is the fact that, um, you know, going higher and higher, each one of those PRs, which stands for personal record, that's track terminology um you know every every time the bar goes higher it, it in that sense you can't compare it to anything else because you can score as many goals as you want but you know how do you say that one goal is better than the other right but right that's a good point once you pr you know that okay that was better than any jump or anything i've ever done in this sport and so that's you know that's a, that's a lot it's it's different in that aspect. Yeah. So so obviously you made it to Notre Dame. You were a pretty good pole vaulter. Was there any like huge adversity that you faced where it was you know a huge challenge that you, in which you didn't know if your career was going to keep going or you didn't know if you were going to even have a shot at playing in college or I should say jumping in college? Yeah. Um, well, honestly, I didn't even think about college until uh, my brother started getting recruited. He he got recruited and went to Notre Dame. And honestly, that was uh, after my sophomore year. Or no, that was after, before my, my sophomore year, right before my sophomore mm-hmm. season of high school is when he was getting recruited. And um, that was really the first time I'd ever thought about college. Um, that was the first time I ever really thought about where I wanted to go and where I uh, genuinely wanted to play sports in college. But... Um, Honestly, it was always more about grades. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, junior season came around and I, I jumped 15 feet. Um, again, it, it's difficult to explain, but that is that's good. That's that was the walk-on mark for Notre Dame, and so I knew I could get on the team as long as uh, you know grades were a factor, um, which did not end up being an issue. I was able to get in. Um, obviously, I was uh, recruited. Um, but then the big kicker was, uh, going into my senior year, I was expecting to jump super high, you know, in my mind, naturally, I want to, um, <laughs> but you know, going into season, I ended up hurting my back and, um, I was supposed to be out for a week maybe, which, um, I don't know. After a couple weeks, that turned into a month. After a month, that turned into two. We started getting tests and all that done, and I ended up sitting out for three months right before season ended. And I even at one point was pretty certain that I was not going to jump my senior year. And at the time, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal, but um, I don't know. Going through the season, after having three doctors tell me that I shouldn't pull vault, um, we got through it. I ended up PRing. I went to state. I didn't walk at my graduation because I was at the state meet. Um, it's dedication. Yeah, no, it was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I ended up PRing, 
So did you just push through it? Like, was your back really hurting? No, it, it, ended, up, it, ended, it ended up getting, okay. ended up getting better. Okay. I wouldn't have pushed through it if I couldn't. Right. It ended right. up getting to a point that I was able to, I was able to manage it. And, uh, yeah, no, honestly, looking back now, I don't know what I would have done going into college if I hadn't vaulted my senior year. I think that would have set me back tremendously. And so that was a huge turning point. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, I mean, that's a great little story. It, it was wild. It was, it was, yeah, it sucked for a while, but yeah, after yeah. all that, it was really, it was really cool. All right. So one other thing that I've been wondering for a while, I, cause you look up all these pole vaulters and you look up that French dude we talked about and these are not like seven foot tall Jack dudes. These are like five foot 11, pretty strong guys who somehow jump like 20 feet. And I, so my question is what makes a really good pole vault? Like, what is that defining characteristic that makes good pole vaulters? Because it seems like they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna teach the folks about pole vault today. I guess. Um, no, I mean, for the longest time, there was a there was a, a stereotype that you needed to be tall and lean. Um, and I mean, I could go into physics and all that stuff, all that stuff for days, explain why, but we'll. We'll, we'll keep that for now. For the longest time, that was what uh, really good pole vaulters were. And then um, more recently, I think, you know, as time goes on, things change. Um, I think the model more so now is uh, slightly smaller, but uh, I don't know. People who are very fast tend to be really good at pole vaulting. Um, but to answer your question, um, Another very distinct thing about pole vault is to be at the professional level, you either have to have that innate just fearlessness or else you will not make it. You can train and uh, practice all you want, but uh, there's there's something that um, the best have that the others don't, and it's just... Um, it's hard to explain when you've, you've never pole vaulted before, but, yeah. but from personal experience, being able to, you know, grip a 16 foot pole, run as fast as you can, put it down into a nine inch deep box and to jump into that with no regard for your safety or well-being, uh, to think about what the professionals do at that level, it's, it's absolutely mind boggling and I wish I wish everybody could experience it because it's it's pretty crazy to to understand what these guys do. It's it's pretty unreal. But yeah, to, to your point, the world record holder is five nine, but stuff that he does is pretty insane. It's, yeah, it's it's wild. And I guess it gets tougher as the pole gets larger, right? Because like it must be tough to aim it. You um, know what I mean? Yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, it only is because I mean the the, pref- the professionals are are holding on poles that are seventeen feet long. And to be able to jump into a pole of that size and that stiff and to line it up every single time, and not, not everybody does line up every single time, it, things can go wrong, but I don't know. To be able to do that is just, it's unreal to me that people are able to do that. <laughs> yeah. So obviously like Nate Richards, I don't know anyone listening, yeah, they, might, they might not know who the, that is. Yeah, the, the fearless leprechaun. He's our, uh, he's our incredible uh, pole vaulter from Notre Dame, the uh, school record holder. Um, he is a prime example of 
the insane quality that you have to have to be a really good pole vaulter. Um, he grew up skating and, you know, obviously some of those dudes are unreal with what they're doing. They're, they have absolutely no regard for their body. And so I think he had it from the start, but yeah, yeah. being around him, uh, in practice every day, uh, God, he, he, he doesn't care. He'll, he'll pick up any pole. He'll go anywhere on the runway and he'll take it up every single time and just absolutely rip it. And it's, it's pretty incredible. And there's no doubt that that's, that's a huge reason why he's Notre Dame's record holder and is going to be at the professional level and will be competing for an Olympic spot pretty soon in the next few years. That's pretty cool. So is that like, is that a huge challenge with, you know, if the main quality you need is fearlessness, is there like, you need a lot of mental toughness to be a good pull alter? Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately at a, at a certain point, um, there, there comes a point where everybody caps out obviously with yeah. the sport, but you know, especially with pole vaulting, it's not a team sport. Your ability dictates your success in this sport. And so once your ability caps out, that's about, that's, that's where it all, it all ends. It, 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 it's kind of different being on a team sport. Your, your ability may cap out, but you know, that's not always how it dictates your team's success. I don't know. No, that makes sense. Does, it, does that kind of like to explain? Cause you know, once, once you stop PRing and once you stop jumping higher, that, that fire and desire definitely yeah, yeah. can, can tend to burn away. And so, um, yeah, sometimes it gets pretty difficult in that sense. Do you think there's any like application to just life in general? Do you think you're like tougher mentally because you were a pole vaulter because you have to be fearless and often your physical ability isn't what, you know, gives you the most success? Um, or leads to the most success is what I should say. I don't necessarily know if pole vaulting itself is what, you know, gave me whatever life lessons or whatever applicability to real life. I don't know if it's pole vaulting itself is what did that, but, um, especially junior and senior year when I was having so much success early on and I, um, you know, there comes a point in every pole vaulter's career where they just explode and uh they're they're PRing like crazy every week and it was those years in high school for me and that was when the, the fire was burning biggest for me. And I think um that's that was really when I learned how to discipline myself and how to um I don't know, that that's just really where I learned to to grind, I guess, for uh, lack of a better word. Yeah. You know, cliche, but like, I don't know. Before that, I really didn't know what it was like to push yourself or to force yourself to, you know, eat well or skip out on certain events that friends are having because, you know, you have track meets the next day. It's just, just those little, little life lessons that you learn along the way. And that's where it came for me. And I think that's, where I got the most real life applicability because I've learned what it means to push yourself and not necessarily just physically, but mentally or, you know, what have it in, in any aspect of life. I think that's where I got it from. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes, that makes total sense. So, um, 
kind of stepping away from pole vaulting a little bit here. Change yeah. a little change of pace. Um, obviously, you're from Southern California, and Southern California is a little bit different than than South Bend or than the Midwest in general. Uh, it's not you know it's not that noticeable honestly, yeah, but sometimes. just a, just a little. Um, so so what do you think is the is the I mean this is like a stupid question almost, but like obviously it's. Thank you. Thank you. Is there any like low key difference that you see maybe in the people out in the Midwest versus Southern California? And how is that, that shift for you moving out there? Oh, there's definitely a, a, like a cultural or, uh, you know, personality difference with people in Northern Indiana and here. It's hard to explain. It's, it's not necessarily something you can easily put into words, but uh, being around both, you can definitely, feel the, yeah. the difference in vibes um but i i, I really enjoy both everybody yeah, yeah, everybody yeah, has different attention. personal preferences and um i don't know for me i really enjoy that uh i can go somewhere different than southern california for nine months out of the year when i'm going to school um i think being able to return on breaks and return for summer break um it provides a really nice escape from Indiana, and then likewise, being in Southern California all the time, even going back to South Bend, uh, hanging out with my friends at Notre Dame, that in itself provides kind of a nice escape from Notre Dame. It, it definitely is is something that I would absolutely uh, highly recommend to people at some point in their life is just to experience some kind of cultural or you know geographical difference at some point in your life because it it's it's huge. It's a great experience. I've definitely gained a lot from it. Yeah, I totally feel that too. I mean, obviously I'm from the East Coast and moved to the Midwest, and I don't think the East Coast is as different from the Midwest as the West Coast is, but I mean, it's still it's still definitely a shock. And just like, I think for me, like this summer moving moving to the West Coast was the biggest shock because it's so different here. Just yeah, like you. people are different here. I mean, uh, some some better, some worse. A lot, some worse. Yeah, some worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. No, it's great. It's good. That's pretty much all I got. So I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, man. Um, good luck this on, season. Patrick. Good luck with school. Good luck with keeping those grades up. Likewise, and, uh, Pat. Yeah. All right. See ya.